Sports with Katie Nolan is presented by Coors Light, the beer made to chill. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What was that ding dong? I don't know. The doorbell. Did Someone's at that? the cage door. Uh, Hello? Are you here to set us free? Imagine if jail cells had doorbells. <laughs> I, that was not me. That was, was a, a, another doorbell. Really weird. This okay. is like, guys, this is like when I heard that boat. You're going to know what it's like. No. Hello, Bitcoin. <laughs> Welcome to, well, it depends on the day. (laughs) Welcome to Sports, the podcast that uh, is just full of questions. It starts with a, there's a question mark in the title, right? And then also it's going to start with a question that you ask. And then for the rest of the podcast, it's going to ask its own questions and then try to answer them. I'm Katie Nolan. She's Ashley. Hi. He's Jay. Hello. Was that better? Can we can we just go back? <laughs> well, I'm just going to write it because what's happening right now is I keep forgetting that I have to change the intro. So what is so in the next meantime, time we going to do the old one? Because it's it would be a lie. Why? And this is today's question. Hey, I love the podcast. It's the only podcast I listen to, and I love it when you curse. Oh, no. What's your name? Um, the only thing is the new bell thing you're doing. A, it's kind of annoying. Oh. B, you're stealing what Dan Patrick used to do when people had weights mentioned. And C, it's something that's already done, the rundown thing that ESPN does every night. Huh? So we need some other sound PTI? effects or multiple sound effects. But that's the biggest thing I can say is is something that changed, and really, it's amazing. Great job every week. Thank you so much. All right. I have a number of things I'd like to get to. Number one, <laughs> I have no idea who you are. You sound super nice and, like, rational. Yeah. Maybe not super nice. Nice. He's got some notes. Um, uh so I have no idea who you are, but thank you for the voicemail. Also, he doesn't love us and he doesn't mean it. I don't know how I feel about that. Mm. Um, but let's go ahead and get right into it. So uh, he doesn't like the bell that we use for our new pod format, which we kind of just addressed in our amazing new intro. Uh, but we're using a, a bell to signify when we have a question because he thinks it's annoying. That's okay. I, I understand that. I'd like to address this, the fact that we're stealing something Dan Patrick used to do. I take issue with the use of the word stealing because I didn't know that. <laughs> and so, therefore, it's not stealing. That's right. Uh, it may be that we we both arrived at this idea, given that it is the most basic possible sound effect when a sound effect is needed. So let's not give Dan Patrick too much credit for inventing the bell. Uh, he's done a lot of good, that man. But I don't think he's invented the bell. Mm. <laughs> I'll check his Wikipedia page. You should. Yeah, it, it would be in there. Does Al Gore say he invented the internet? Uh, that, I, that one, I think, is true. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah. um. And then uh, already done the rundown thing that ESPN does every night. I guess he meant PTI. Right. Again, a, a bell usually just signifies when time is up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and we want to take your uh, criticism, constructive criticism, not question into account. Constructive criticism. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't you're right. You're actually. Thank you for pointing that out. Mm-hmm. As a podcast that solely deals in questions now, <laughs> uh, we did notice there's no question here. Uh, but that being said, <laughs> we can't do it anyway because. We got a package to the office this week, uh, much like this voicemail, not signed. We have no idea who it came from, but it was a note that said, I hope you're able to use these on the pod. No more lag and nothing would make Jay's life harder than mixing three different call bells. Hashtag chaos. Love y'all mean it. And it's we got three bell- bells. So what's happening right now <laughs> is that all three of us, Jay, Ashley, and I are in one room. It's a very small office. Whose office is this? There's a large uh, portrait of the man himself right on the wall there. Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg. Uh, that's right. Mark, Mike Greenberg has a large painted photo of himself in his office. 
Uh, so we're in Greeny's office. It's pretty small, bigger than mine. Mine's a cubicle. Uh, <laughs> but we're all kind of facing each other, crowded around his desk because scheduling issues, I guess, with the uh, podcast studio space. Totally fine. Not worth airing that out on the pod. But we're all sitting around this desk with our own bell. And we're just going to ring them when we have questions. <laughs> uh, we're going to embrace the chaos and see how it goes. So very sorry to do the literal opposite of what you asked, sir. But maybe next time leave your voice, leave your name and tell us that you love us and you mean it. And ask a question. And ask a question. The three things you got to do, you didn't do any of them. We still love you, though, and we mean it. We're just going to wait to hear back on your end. I did like that he led with, I love when you curse. That, that was, I think what he means is I love when they miss, when they forget to edit out oh. you cursing, which I love. I also love that we've got, we have a bunch of different types of snitches in our audience. Some will tweet out like at ESPN, at Katie Nolan, like you left a curse in the podcast. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Some will DM me and be like, hey, I really love what you guys do and I don't want Jay to get in trouble. So at 5942 <laughs> and again at 10748, <laughs> He just left in two big curse words. Seems like he just forgot to stopped caring, mm. even though it's not you anymore, Jay. The people are still looking out for your job. Thanks, guys. Um, either way, guys, if it happens, let's just be chill. Just be chill. You're not offended, and you like it. So the best way to keep it happening is to not say anything about it. That's right. You don't talk about Fight Club. That's right. Be chill. I've never seen Fight Club. What? Ashley... We can talk about it later. Okay. Or not talk about it. Are we not allowed I think to we'll talk about it, about it later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, either way, thank you so much for uh, calling in. And you at home, if you want to, leave us a voicemail. Not, too, not that bad. Thank you. Uh, you get to watch her do it now, I know, which it is a, fun. A, I hated that. The number is 860. <laughs> wait till I have to sing an ad read to Jay's face. <laughs> Can't wait. 860-506-5571. Hi. Hi, Ashley. Hi. Hi, Jay. I feel like i got to bring you into this now because hey, you're just sitting you? here. I'm great. I love the turtleneck. Thanks. It's, is it technically a mock turtleneck? Uh, it's a roll neck. It's called a roll neck? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. So what it is, folks, it's a mock turtleneck that rolls on the top, curls down a little bit. I don't, it's a roll neck. I didn't know that's what it was called. What's so funny? Nothing. Uh, how are you, Ash? <laughs> I'm really good. Yeah? Yeah. Anything new? Yes. What? You, I haven't told either of you this. What? You are looking at a brand new oh. member. Oh, no. Of TSA PreCheck. Hey, congrats! Thank wow. you. When did you do it? On Friday morning. Why didn't you tell me? Oh, because I wanted to surprise you. But I also need to be in TSA pre-check, and I'm not. I know. Well, I didn't think you'd go she to She just an said, "I know." I probably <laughs> you need wouldn't. it more than anybody. I need it so badly, and I'm well, going to Miami I don't know. I this need weekend. It pretty bad. I'm going to Miami this weekend, and the person I'm traveling with is like, "Well, we got pre-check, right?" And I was like, <gasps> huh, "Here's the here's the thing." Yikes! But I've noticed if you book if. You book tickets and you put someone, if one of the travelers, if you're booking them at the same time, mm-hmm. and one traveler has TSA pre-check and you put their number in, some airlines, I know what happens with United, I don't know about the others, it will like let you grandfather you into yeah. their TSA pre-check, which I feel like goes against the point of a TSA pre-check. That's a good point. But I'm not complaining. Hopefully, so fingers crossed, the TSA pre-check comes through. But also, you know, I get, I have, I, have I said yet that I accidentally signed up for clear? I don't oh, yeah, know. you did say that. It was a complete is. accident. Um, it's the one where it's like a little kiosk. You put your thumbprint on it. Oh, Basically, you did say that. I walked yeah. into LAX and they were like, do you need to skip the line? And I'm like, yes, I literally do. I have five minutes till my flight because LAX will sometimes just close the premiere line. And I'm like, that shouldn't be allowed. If I didn't pay for these tickets, but if I did, I'd be pissed that I don't get my own line. Um, and then and then they took my like biometric data <laughs> that now like I'm seeing more air, more airports 
use it before it was just like jfk lax it was really useless but i've been using it to to jump lines but it's also separate from tsa it's a whole thing congratulations is what i'm saying thank you so much did you go to the the office in the city no i went went to to one i didn't go to the airport i went to like a random office outside newark that was like 20 minutes away from me how long did it take like including the drive an hour 20 there 20 appointment 20 back did you tell them about your priors uh, <laughs> no, I figured that came up in the background check that they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they did get all of my, all of my fingerprints, you, you should, every finger. The next time you fly out of JFK, make that's them. the thing. I never fly out of JFK. And the other thing is, I'm never at an airport for more minutes than I are literally needed yeah. to get to my gate. There's no way that I'd be able to do it. I never ever. But they have other places you could do it. Yeah, I've heard so. that. So I should just. I have to just do it. It's just really exhausting. It was, and I have to cancel my clear easy. because I paid for it, and I don't know. This is good for five years. I know it's really great. Someone's going to Amazon Prime you TSA PreCheck. It's going to be great. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's not about (laughs) paying for it. It's about, (laughs) as I'm saying that, like, I've paid for, this is the most privileged statement. Like, I paid for clear. I don't even know how much it costs. Like, ew. I literally just needed more than anything to get on that plane at that minute and was like, don't care. Take my credit card and all of my identifying data. They, like, scanned my (laughs) eye and my (laughs) fingers. Like, who knows what they're doing with that? But I really needed to get on that plane. Couldn't miss that flight. So congratulations, Ash. I'm very proud of you. Thanks. It's very. Did you get a doctor's appointment yet? I, oh, be next. we got a. That's next. Guys, official pod. It's still show. friendly. We're oh. still in friendly banter. Oh, okay. Doctor's appointment next. Yeah. You guys have any updates you want to talk about? Uh, um, sorry. Going to. Oh. Just, oh, is that your life update? Yeah. <laughs> You're locking yourself in. I'm Jay- in the cage. Okay. How are you, Jay? You've been uh, you've been a little upset lately. Are we still upset? Are we coming out on the You're other side of it? In an emotional cage. That's what it was. I've been glass in, case in a glass of emotional cage of emotion. A, a glass Milk cage was of emotion. a bad choice. It was a terrible choice, but we have are getting past that choice okay and i'm on i'm gonna be fine well if milk is what it sounded like it was in that analogy i think milk was a good choice <laughs> personally and i've never said that sentence in my life i hate milk you know i i we stand milk forever, we so. shouldn't keep talking in metaphors i don't want to we'll talk about drop milk it. anymore right let's not talk about milk anymore got milk no bye <laughs> uh i'm going to wedding this weekend oh, cool. as i said that i'm like i don't think i've heard anybody else talking about it so maybe we're not supposed to say that it's this week what? I'm going to a wedding this weekend. You just bleep it. I don't know. I don't Why know. Would you bleep it? Well, because maybe they have fans that like will try to show up or find out where it is or whatever. You would think that more people would have been talking about it on TV. Maybe. Let's not dwell on it. We okay. can just bleep out whose name it is. Yeah. Or not. Okay. I don't know how to handle this. Official Potter show business. Uh, the TV show this week is a is um, we're going to play our greatest hits. Woohoo! Doing a greatest hits episode of. Uh, of always late because honestly like i feel like you guys maybe don't acknowledge how great our hits are mm. we just want to be like look at these hits just to remind you yeah. like this is a good show and <clears throat> it should stay on espn forever and ever and ever there's also a bunch of stuff that we did on plus that the tv audience hasn't been exposed to so this that is, is an true. opportunity for them to see both and then to be like wow this should stay on tv forever and ever and ever and ever yes right i think so right fam just like they did with whiskey cavalier that helped <laughs> um, wow Jay, there was something you wanted to bring rude. up. That was rude. Uh, we got nominated for a Best Sports Podcast Award. That's I don't think that's the name of the awards, Jay. I think that's the category no, we got nominated in. that's the in. category that we got nominated in. Uh, the award. The Discover He's something? He's so excited about it and was so thrilled and he can't even remember. Is the Discover Pods Award. Okay. Wow. Uh, they, Did I you guess, discover that written in a notes app? I discovered it written in, <laughs> in an, an email. email. 
right. I can see you on his phone. So anyway, huge so honor. We together. are so it's an honor just to be nominated. We are up against um, what is it? Uh, every literally sports every sports. <laughs> Damn no. it! I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Hey, we're up against literally every sports podcast. Over seventy five hundred nominations were cast for an endless number of podcasts, and we were like in the <laughs> top fifteen of um, top twenty. There's a lot. Look, it's great. It, again, an honor just to be nominated today on the podcast. <laughs> what if you want to go vote? Yeah, all fantasy, everything, friends of the pod are nominated in comedy, so go vote for them. And then yes. if you're there, you can vote for us too. But you don't have to. More importantly, just vote for all fantasy, everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, David Bory um, from All Fantasy Everything. His uh, Comedy Central half hour debuts this week, this Friday. I don't know at what time. I would say 8 or 9 or 10. I don't know. Look it up. Check your local listings. But we love him. It's uh, Bory, G-B-O-R-I-E. In case you're like, who, what? Uh, we love him. He's funny and he's a friend, a supportive friend of the podcast. So let's watch his stand-up special, please. Thank you very much. Today on the podcast, uh, we're a day late and a dollar short. I don't think so. It's just an expression. Do you need a dollar, Jay? Yeah, can I have some dollars? Yeah. I don't have any cash on me, but I'll totally yeah, get you next time. Venmo me, maybe. Uh, we're here. We're, ta- <laughs> we're talking about football, James Harden and strip clubs. We're going to talk about edibles and uh, Liverpool Man City. Also, a heated fantasy football matchup from our staff uh, league this week and how that how, wow. how that played out. That's not in the tease. And how that happened. It's, right, that was it's written right here. In, off the dome. In huh? invisible ink. Not in the tease. God, we'll get to <laughs> invisible ink. I do. That stuff was so cool. We'll get to that in a second. But first, today's podcast brought to you by Beat Again. Every <laughs> single time it's me undies, I say, brought to you be my undies. <laughs> my underpants are bringing you today's podcast. Uh, it's me undies. So, Ashley. Are we still using that same system we used last week of like Mr. Professor Yellow in the living room with the lampshade? Yes. So we're We're using the clue format. Yes. So that means we're going to generate a random number on my phone, pick from this list of a person, an activity, and a setting. Great. So we're going to start with the person. Whenever you're ready. A monster truck rally commercial voice. A monster truck rat, like, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Perfect. Okay. Star Runner. <laughs> That's similar. Just go, Ash. Activity is trying to get someone's attention. Okay. That's, That's helpful. That's just like a monster truck rally commercial. <laughs> Not really different. <laughs> While trying to sound smart. That's not a place. I think you're picking two I did. things. I did. I read it yeah, off the wrong did. list. <laughs> okay. This is going so good. In a sex ed class. <laughs> In a sex ed class. Oh, yeah. So I'm I'm a monster truck rally announcer trying to get someone's attention in a sex ed class. Yes. Hello. <laughs> I find this to be very informative. Did you know it's officially the holidays and people are already shopping for gifts? Before you freak out, over here. <laughs> I'm trying to get someone's attention. Over here. About what to get your boyfriend, who you've only been dating for four months, and should definitely use a condom with. Whoa. Oh, we're in sex it. ed class, it, yeah. Ashley. Sorry. Uh, or what to get your mailman, who you should also <laughs> use a condom with. <laughs> or the fact that you have to go to <gasps> the mall. Listen up. <laughs> Me undies is anything but ordinary. They have a gift for literally everyone. Yes, including your weird aunt. Who? Uh, <laughs> Thank has, you. How do you make no. it? A, I don't know where to put the sex ed part in. 
And the best part is they deliver straight to your door with free shipping. That's a holiday miracle right there. Just like the birth of Jesus, which certainly happened through sex and not through not sex. Because that's how you make a baby. Gravedigger. <laughs> Speaking of not wanting to leave the house. When did I say that? Speaking of not wanting to leave the house. Hey. You, <laughs> me undies makes, I hate this format, makes the perfect hibernation undies and loungewear. Whether you're looking to match undies with your boo this cuffing season, or just want to cuddle up with your favorite furry friend in a onesie. What? I'm just waiting for the sex ed part. I'm getting there. When I say it, you go, why are you saying it? And when I don't say it, you're like, why aren't you say? <sighs> Sorry, I got to find my motivation. MeUndies has you covered literally from your rectum to your over your perineum to your your male parts or lady parts. We haven't gotten to that section yet. <laughs> hey, over here. <laughs> MeUndies knows it's friggin' cold out. <laughs> Which is why they're coming out with even more cuddly products. They're hot this holiday season. Cozy up in their new robes for men and women. Ooh. Actually, yeah. We're going to get some Yes, please. Okay. Treat your feet in their new soft slippers. And, of course, match the whole fam with their soft new baby bodysuit. Oh. Grave digger too. <laughs> me undies, me undies, me undies has a great offer for my listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get fifteen percent off and free shipping. Not shipping the way the kids use it, which is to want two people to enter into a relationship, <laughs> which should involve consent. <laughs> Do they teach that? They should teach that in sex ed. I doubt yeah, they do. Consent and protection. This is a no-brainer, especially because they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Unlike sexual <laughs> relations. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Grave digger the third. <laughs> to get 15% off your first pair, free shipper. Oh. And a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash Nolan. MeUndies, MeUndies, MeUndies.com. Just use one slash Nolan. Today. It's, it's, uh, and Sunday. use protection. <laughs> Jesus was made through. Si okay. Oh, I don't know. I feel, so I can't tell if I'm being super loud because these mics are not our usual mics and they're super weird and I can't hear myself. Was that difficult to listen to for any reason other than the things I was saying? Uh, no, it was great. Am I too close to the mic or too far? You're killing it. I, you're doing great. I'm doing great. So Thank good. You, I just need the positive affirmation. <laughs> also, it should be noted before we get into this podcast that we are in this room. The uh, Mike Greenberg's office has a glass wall and behind that glass wall is everybody we work with. So I just want you to keep that in mind for when we get to the ad read where I have to sing. Uh, <laughs> for anyone else, what we just did would be embarrassing enough. But the fact that I'm going to have to. All right. Football happened. Let's talk about that game last night. It's Tuesday, so I'm talking about Monday Night Football. Seahawks 49ers. The 49ers, you hate to see it, no longer undefeated. Mm. Mm, that's a, a real shame. That game went on so late. Okay, first question. Oh, oh. Ashley, did you stay up for it? 
Yes. No way. Not intentionally. What do you mean? So I went, I went home and I watched Booksmart, which I really liked. And then we put the game on. So I didn't start it from the very beginning. I had the game on and was going to fall asleep to the game because I can fall asleep to sports. But then all this exciting stuff kept happening. I know. And I kept like waking up and rolling over and watching it. Uh, cool. So I was up for yeah, I was up for it, and I was like, "This why won't this game end?" It was actually really fun to watch, but it was stressful. it was it was and incredibly I wasn't stressful. Invested in it, and I right? Was still stressed out. Well, so um, I watched with a 49ers fan and was stressed, but in general, even if I didn't, I would have been free. It was very very stressful. The Seahawks looked really good. Yeah, they did. I will say. I know it was an ESPN booth, so I'm not saying they did anything wrong. They were just very supportive of uh, anything the Seahawks did and felt a little bit less so for the 49ers. Mm. I guess, but you know, the 49ers are going into it undefeated. But, yeah. you know, Russell's the MVP, early MVP candidate. He looked great. The 49ers, it's worth noting, were without Kittle. Yeah. Um, and that's huge, especially because like, if you watch a lot of the uh, scoring plays for the Seahawks, a lot of them were to tight ends. I think people underestimate when you need those weird plays or something that keeps people off their feet you, you, usually it's tight end involved like a high tight end involvement and they had no kittle that sucked uh they also uh robbie gold didn't play which became important <laughs> uh, <laughs> matt Breida left the game with an ankle injury sanders left the game um did that affect you uh fantasy wise at all jay um yes it sure did who did I, you play? i had i had both uh well i, I had a big fantasy Night last night, I have uh, Russell Wilson, Emmanuel Sanders, Tyler Lockett, and Tevin Coleman. Yes. So, oh, wow. so who were you up against this week in fantasy? Uh, I was playing Katie. It was Nolan. me. It, uh, television's yeah. Katie Nolan. If you could, yeah, thank you yeah. so much. Um, yeah. So uh, the whole week was kind of. I mean, Jay was Jay's team was projecting like 145 points, and I was like, oh, even when I put my best lineup out there, because a lot of my guys are on bye weeks, like the best, my best lineup is only going to project like 121. I was like, I'm screwed. So, and also when you're, when your opponent's team is, uh, is all Monday night, it's really hard to know like where you're at. Yeah. So we went into Monday, I was, I had a pretty sizable lead, and then I was like, now I just wait to find out just how screwed I am. And it turned out uh, not screwed. I won 121 to 110. Uh, thank you very much. Thank wow. you very much. I'm done nine, nine and one on the season. And two of my players were out before the first half. Yeah. 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 Was nine. it first or, half? Or, no, Lockett played in the third, I think. And yeah. then he won. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So just again, nine and nine and one. That's really impressive. I I don't know what to do with my hands. I have never won, been good at fantasy football. What if you did a little like pat on your own back? It makes me uncomfortable because mm. I know that the other shoe is about to drop. No, I would never do roof. that. I would never do that. I respect what myself too much. What if you did much. the like, uh, the dab? No. God, no. I think you should try These it. are all good suggestions, but I'd like you to not <laughs> give me any others. Write them on your cup. Put them on your cup. No. Uh, also, shout out to San Francisco for having a guy named Jaquiski Tart. Uh, I don't know why I haven't <laughs> been that guy's biggest fan his whole life. Jaquiski Tart. Hello, I love you. You sound like a delicious milkshake. It sounds like an alcoholic dessert that yes. I want. Yeah, like it sounds like a, a boozy milkshake. Let me get one of those Jaquiski tarts. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. That was so stressful. It was a stressful game. Clowney looked incredible. Yeah. He, yeah. he got to Jimmy G, what, 10 times? He had an incredible stat line. Was it seriously 10? Yeah. It was nuts. Damn. It was nuts. I mean, they weren't all sacks, but like. Yeah. Uh, it was. And oh, I, the. Here's a question. Is it worse to lose y- your first game of the season the way the Patriots did, getting blown out by the Ravens, or 
to lose the way the 49ers did, go all the way to overtime, get that pick during overtime, think it's yours in the bag and you got it, and then lose anyway. Which I, is worse? I think it's worse to get blown out. I think so, too. See, this was the argument I got in last night. I was like, I think I didn't even w- want to watch the rest of the Ravens-Pats game. The first half, I was like, okay, I'll see if they make the adjustments in the second half. They started to, then they didn't. And I was like, I want, I'm want. i going to play Mario Kart instead. I just didn't want to watch it anymore. Yeah. There was nothing to be learned. There was no way they were going to come back. Now you know how most of us feel every week. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, did, I don't actually feel that way because the Ravens are really good. But I, I hear what you're saying. You, you just mean started. over the last yeah, two weeks. literally That's, just started. Yeah. You uh, just became a Ravens fan. Sk- can we skip talking we're not about talk the Ravens? About yeah, we had a topic in here about them and I took it out. I don't want to. I just okay. don't. It, your team was on a bye this week. Yeah. My team was on a bye this week. Yep. So Jay is on a bye this week. We could also bye skip Jay. talking about our teams next week too. Well, so next week <laughs> I think we'd skip it. Uh, it's Pat's it's only Eagles fair. Yeah, we'll skip it. At 425. We'll skip it. We're both going to be coming back from trips. So I don't know if we'll be able to watch it together, but I think we should. I'll get back really quick though because I got that TSA pre-check. That doesn't help you yeah, on the yeah, way that's, out. That's, that's doesn't help you on the way out. Uber is right. What you do right. I think you get like exclusive Ubers if you're TSA pre-check. I think that happened know. during the game. I thought was interesting. <laughs> uh, first of all, they sent Gino. The Seahawks sent Gino Smith out for the coin flip. Yeah. <laughs> great. I will say they showed him on the sideline a bunch. And it seems like a great locker room guy, which you might not think given the punch that happened. Mm. Remember when he got punched in the face? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But I guess now we know that wasn't his fault. I think we, at the time, um, thought it, it wasn't was a his fault. Unclear, yeah. yeah. But so uh, he went out for the for the um, coin flip. And last night, when... They're installing an ice that? rink above us. Oh, great. Oh, yes. So... Oh, that's coming in? That's great. That's exciting. It's not exciting for the sound of the podcast. It's exciting because Jay and I are going to see who's a better ice skater. I am better. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I played hockey. Who's a better ice skater? <laughs> so, so did I. I. It's not a question. I just wanted to ring my bell. You don't get to do that. That's You're ruining the integrity question. of the did bell. Did you know I also played ice hockey? I did. I Thank stood you. up for you. That's because you're my Can we get friend. to the question? When they did the coin flip, they said that he that Geno Smith called heads. And I was like, no, he didn't. He just said tails. Come to find out today, log on to the internet. That's me typing. It's not a drum roll, just so if anybody Log into the... Don't do it. Log on to the internet, and I see we have a new Yanny Laurel, and it's, did Geno Smith say heads or tails? Jay, play the sound. Uh, the audio is notably bad. I looked for a better one, but yeah, this fine. is Go everybody's ahead. audio. Okay, that sucks. You can't hear it. You should go yeah. look it up. Uh, it sounds like he says hails. Yeah. Or he says Ted's yes. something. But it, it it was very affirming, like life affirming for me to see that it wasn't just me that thought that he said tails. Um, so question, what did he say? Heads. Because everyone who makes any good decision in their life calls heads. Wow. Oh, strong take about a coin flip. Famously, tails never fails. Wow. Uh, except in that clip we just watched when he called heads and it was heads. So Yeah, but had he called tails, it would have been. Tails never fails, Ashley. That doesn't make any sense. I can't believe either of you have this strong of a take on whether you call heads or tails. My take was he called heads because when the ref said you called heads, he didn't correct him. Ah, that's a great point. So the so I think definitively <laughs> he did say heads, but I do kind of watch you. I want to watch you guys have it out about. But we got to move on because that would be really boring. Um, <laughs> moving on to more important sports stories, the Cowboys put the black cat in their starting lineup. I hate everything about this. Well, let's tell them what it is, and then you can tell us why. Uh, the Cowboys lost at home on Sunday night to the Vikings 28-24. People are guessing that it might have something to do with the fact that they put the MVP rally cat 
in their starting lineup. Like they fonted it MVP in the stadium, right? It wasn't on the broadcast. It was in the stadium. Yeah, like in their in their introductory inside the stadium. Right. Uh, it was wearing the number nine, of course, because that's how many lives it has. Boom. cha. Um, and linebacker Jalen Smith uh, showed up wearing a shirt that had the cat on it. Ash, why does this bother you so much? Because it wasn't their cat. It wasn't their stadium. It wasn't their team. It was at a completely different Monday night game, and they just appropriated that culture. They grabbed that black cat, and they tried to own it and make it their own, not realizing that black cats are, like, infamously bad superstition. Wait, wasn't the game against the Giants? They were playing the Giants when the cat came out. Yeah, but it was at MetLife. Right. So I, I hear your point of, like, it, it's not g- their good luck cat. It's the Giants' bad luck cat. They were playing the Vikings. No, no. Yeah, for this game. But it was their last game that they had won. The cat came out, and then they beat the Giants. So they were saying, like, the cat's good luck for us. And so they put the cat in their lineup for their next game. But my thing is, it wasn't a good luck cat. No one's ever said a black cat is good luck. The black cat was bad luck for the Giants. So putting it on your roster was going to bring bad luck to your roster. That is a much more intelligent way. It's what you meant. Of... It's what you were trying to say. Point. Yes. I'm, I'm on your team. Thank just you. like a black cat. What, uh, um, so, yeah, it just felt it felt like uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and attribute it to Jerry Jones. It was obviously Jerry Jones's call. <laughs> and uh, it feels like him misunderstanding that bad luck does against your opponent does not equal good luck for you. Had the black cat been on your team, we now know uh, you would have lost. Mm. The black cat was just on the Giants team. While we're speaking about the black cat, I think it's important. To, did I ask you why you hated it without you to did. make That's up for fine. the belt? Yeah. Um, there's just a lot going on in here today. I'm looking at a lot of boats. Um, the black cat still missing in MetLife as of Thursday, and it's now Tuesday. So we I don't know. Had, we haven't had an but update. But I've looked for, like yeah, we looked for an update. update. They're, yeah, they're, clearly they're going to let us know when they find the cat. They have not found the cat. Uh, I really don't understand how many different places the cat could be. Come to find out, the uh, stadium officials asked. All one word. Puppy Kitty NYC City. Pardon? Which is a, a trap, neuter, release, and no-kill shelter to help them. Puppy Kitty NYC City. Sorry. Puppy Kitty NYC City. NYC City would be like DSW Shoe Warehouse. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's just too many warehouses. Too many. It's like Discount Shoe Warehouse, Shoe Warehouse. I don't need it. Uh, Puppy Kitty NYC City said in a statement on Thursday, if the cat's caught, it will be assessed for a home or relocation. Great. I don't think anybody wants it. Maybe Jerry Jones. Call him up, see what he Not wants. anymore. In its statement, stadium officials denied a published report that said the 82,000-plus seat facility houses and feeds 300 cats. Um, that's where I got confused. I didn't know if they meant that Puppy Kitty NY City has 82,000 seats in it. I think they meant MetLife. Um, <laughs> so I guess a, a report came out that said there's like 300 cats walking around inside MetLife. That's insane. Well, so they said it's not true. And then the best is that somebody had to put out an official statement about it. Uh, and they said from time to time, we've seen cats in the complex and the Meadowlands racetrack, which is in the sports complex. Uh, they have a TNR program in place. I think that's trap neuter mm-hmm. release. Yeah. Uh, and they currently feed approximately 30 barn cats. Uh, question. <laughs> Is 30 still a lot of cats for MetLife to have? <laughs> yes. How can they How can they not have found one cat? Because <laughs> if one cat ran onto the field and they were like, we got to go find that cat. Let's just say, how many different colors of cats are there? There's white, there's beige, there's black, right? That's pretty much... Orange. 
Yeah. Okay. So we'll say there's, let's just say there's five colors of cats and there's 30 cats. So that's six of each color. So like, how could they not have found another black cat since last Monday and been like, that's the one. I think, I I think black cats are statistically more rare. You know, like redheads are like statistically more Remember when I was like, let's just just assume. Got it, got it, got it, got it. So assuming under that, under, even if there's one, you think they found other cats and been like, that one's white, that one's orange, these can't be the cats. Is tabby a color or a type of cat? I think it's a type. I am not well versed in cat. I don't like to classify types of cats based on their color. They do. You're, it's a good point. It's famously um, a thing I they do. A, I have a question. Do they have a Westminster cat show? Is my question. <laughs> I, I rang my bell first. Okay, go ahead. Can we call them something besides barn cats if they live at MetLife Stadium? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. They, should be, call called, uh, they should be called... Bad football team cats. Nice, Ashley. Thanks. They should be called dumpster fire cats. <laughs> that's funny. How have they not found the cat? Put a bowl of food out. Wait. Nice. Nice. That's a good strategy, yeah. Famously how you find a cat. Or a boyfriend. <laughs> uh, Dak, on Sunday night, still talking. I feel like every headline we're doing is about the same game. Guess what? Sometimes people make news, you know? We go where the news goes. We can't help it. We're, we've never been a podcast that recaps every single NFL game. What do we look like? A kind of podcast that would do that? Because we're not, famously. <laughs> Dak went kind of viral on Sunday night because they showed a video of him warming up. He did a weird hip thing. If you haven't seen it, what rock are you living under? And is there a cat there with you? <laughs> but go look it up. Uh, then we saw last night, Monday night, Jimmy G does something kind of similar, but with a lot less rhythm and flair, a lot less pizzazz. Thank you. That is the word. It's like a weird, is how I would describe it in an audio medium. And then everybody had fun. Right. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Baruch Atai Adonai. Cool. That seems blasphemous. Uh, Donovan McNabb. We already told him how Jesus was born. Donovan, they had, there had to be sex. I'm sorry, you can't just have a baby. Even though that girl, that girl that in my high school class insisted she was immaculately conceived. Uh, Donovan McNabb has entered the chat. <laughs> uninvited and tweeted it's hilarious to me that people think this video is worthy of jokes is it okay <laughs> if you know about playing the position you would understand using your base and foundation is vital to your success as a passer there's a reason why his numbers are around the top okay donovan but i get it i get if your argument is this is a thing that helps you be a good quarterback i cannot take you seriously when your first sentence is i it's hilarious that people think this is worthy of jokes is it? Because it goes perfectly set to any song you could possibly choose. And the internet sure did choose a bunch of wonderful songs <laughs> to set Dak's little hip shaking to. And it fits so well. It really is perfect. I have a question. Should I bust out this dance move at the wedding this weekend? Yeah. Uh, yes. So I should go home and practice it a bunch. Yeah. Uh, do you have to practice? I feel like you could nail it on your first try. Well, as somebody, as Donovan reminded me, um, I don't know about playing the position. Mm. So I think I'm going to have to play football first. Okay. And then I'll get it. I think okay. if you go to the gym before you play football, it'll help a little bit too. Mm. You know what I mean? Just yeah. If I go to the in. gym and try to dance, I'm going to end up uh, flat on my face. Okay. Well, I have a question. <laughs> okay. Did you ever have to do weird stretches like this in the sports you played, Jay? Like ice hockey, for example? Or Katie, <laughs> she just like gave him the guys. look that I wish you could have seen. <laughs> Um, well, we did a weird thing for <clears throat> rhythmic gymnastics, a sport in which I won a, a few junior Olympic gold medals, mm. a few junior Olympic medals. 
I'm losing track. I think I won two golds, but I also won a couple bronze and silvers. I don't want those to go unacknowledged. Yeah, I think that's fair. It was a group sport. Uh, we used to have to do this thing called uh, chair chair splits, high splits. What the hell were they called? They were the bane of my existence, and now I'm realizing I can't remember what we call over splits, where you would uh, uh, take a chair and the part where you would normally sit. That's where the heel of your foot would go. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of your body is not on the chair. It's on the floor. And you're doing a split. So it was a split, but with your leg up high on a chair. And then the, um, your coach would come around and sit on your hips to push yeah. you down so that your um, sex ed area would touch the floor. And then you're, So you were over splitting. You were stretching beyond 180 degrees. That feels like a bad idea. Also known as abuse. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that it was a thing we should have done. It was also, they used to tear, the goal was to, when you were younger, tear your muscles so that when they grew back, they grew back elongated, mm-hmm. which is why it's not a, a good thing for my body, but why I still, without going, literally going to the gym, sorry, the uh, literal definition of going to the gym, I still have like flexibility that just is, my body was ripped and then grew back uh, incorrect. Was that the answer to the question that you were looking for? Yeah. Probably didn't look as funny as Dak. Probably looked a lot more like, whoa, what? Yikes. Oversplits, not dope. What about you, Ash? Uh, You played hockey, right? I did play hockey, yeah. And like the butterfly stretch always just kind of like looks funny. That's for your hips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like any of the soccer ones where you have to like skip and like do like the inside out, like with your legs is like Mm. just looks kind of silly as an adult doing that or a teenager really when you're self-conscious about everything. Yeah. Do you know, can you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yeah. Those are probably the weirdest ones. Jay, how about your experience with hockey? Uh, In hockey, I think for sure there was this one where we would like, like to do a hip stretch and you would like put your skates out really wide and then sort of like bring them in and then bring them out. You'd have to like use the force of the I don't ice. think you ever played hockey. You used the force? You're a Jedi? Uh, he was the other a Jedi one that I was thinking played. of was in baseball. I would have to sort not not as in, multi-sport ex- athlete over here. Extreme as uh-huh. the oversplit, but it was like you would I just had, I was a catcher so I had to like sit in a like basically a squat for like 20 minutes and it sucked. Yeah. Cool. Moving on. Uh, Amazon founder Jeff Bezos is interested in owning an NFL team and apparently has strong support among owners. Uh, He's got strong support within the league. Uh, You know, he owns the Washington Post now. I will say, the other day I was watching a commercial and the commercial had a ton of um, like brand names in it. Uh, I'm not doing a good job of this, but it was like across a number of industries. It had all these brand names. I was like, what could this possibly be a commercial for that can get away with showing all of these brand names? And it was Amazon. It's when you think about how much Amazon owns or is involved with, it's really creepy. Yeah, they basically own my life, and I'm cool with that. Owning, because it's convenient, but someday we're going to have to reckon with what we've what that costs us, and I don't mean a Prime membership. I mean, like, it. That's it's really creepy. I would say... I think I can't tell if this is like an obvious statement and therefore making it not smart or if it's something that's going to make someone's head explode. But like uh, owning Amazon, you're much more powerful than like president of the United States. Yeah, that's actually you're like your control. You have a lot more business control and then you have lobbyists that you can lobby. Mm -hmm. Money can move politicians to do things, whereas like politicians can't really get money to do much. They could. They don't. 
that's for another podcast. That's for our so, politics podcast. Yeah. Do, you that think, do you think he should buy an NFL team? I think it's weird that he hasn't yet. I think the fact that he hasn't yet almost makes me think he's decided it's not a sound investment, which is crazy given some of the things that Amazon has in the past tried to invest in and then had to pull out of because they were like, oh, that wasn't a good idea. Um, well, I bet the ones that he buy could. the league. He's one of the richest people on earth. I bet the teams he would want to buy are the ones that are like not up for sale. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, but I mean, everybody has a number. And by everybody, I don't really mean everybody. Uh, <laughs> as for the teams that are people are saying could potentially be the front runners that of uh, franchises he could buy, there is uh, Seattle. No team is currently on the market. Let's just start with that. Then there's uh, the Seahawks are going to be sold at some point because, you know, Paul Allen passed away last year. All right, TMP. Mm-hmm. Um, then there's the Broncos. Uh, people are worried about the mounting lawsuits from various heirs to uh, former Broncos owner. Broncos? Broncos <laughs> owner. Former Broncos owner. Uh, Pat Bolin. So that could potentially in the next few years head to the market. I feel like that wouldn't be a bad purchase. But I think the leader in the clubhouse right now might be Washington. Mm-hmm. Here's why. Bezos just moved to Washington. He's like buying a house or maybe the whole state. I don't know. <laughs> City. Um, District. He's like friends. He's got ties to Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder has been trying to get a, a new state-of-the-art stadium built uh, downtown for years. I don't know how he's intending to do that when he's the cheapest man on earth. <laughs> Taxpayer dollars. Right. Um, and Bezos and the Washington Post uh, connection. So it's like there's a lot of Washington connection i vote for that one come in kick out dan snyder rename the team oh that's why wait hold on before you ask your question if you can i think it's interesting that connections to uh dan snyder is why he might get washington because uh that's like oh he's really good friends with him so he's clearly gonna take his toys away like if you and i were friends like that's good case to i'm gonna raise austin from here on out because we're friends i feel like you if you're friends with somebody maybe you have a better like they would trust you into convincing them that this is the right decision and then like still help you feel involved with the team. Or maybe it's that Snyder thinks he's getting close to Bezos to get the money for the stadium and Bezos is like, I'm going to get close to this guy, find out his weaknesses and then take everything he loves away from him. And I actually, you don't like picking sides in a millionaire fight because nobody's a winner, <laughs> but I would be on Bezos' side. Oh, I yeah, think so too. For sure. And then you can ask your question. Okay, so if he buys Washington, yeah, what should he rename in that football team? Ha. And the, the Washington ha? No, I'm sorry. I was thinking. <laughs> the Washington Prime Memberships. It's, it rolls right off the tongue. Mm. Uh, the Washington Goalposts. Oh, I Washington see. Posts. I see. The Washington Whole Posts, like Whole Foods Ooh, nice. with Goalposts. Nice. Now we're combining too many. I don't think he needs to promote Whole Foods and the Washington Post through the name of his football team. I like, I like the Washington Postman. Because it's it's it, it's a it, it's about the Washington Post, but it also harkens back to the time of George Washington. Well, and also and, it it brings up the um they you get your packages through the mail. Yeah, and your that's Amazon. how Amazon delivers stuff. Yeah, yeah, but a the, the the Washington Amazonians. Ooh, the, Wa- the Washington Amazons. Washington Amazons, the, and the, then it's all women. <gasps> the Washington. Cool. This used to be a bookstore. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the Washington <laughs> Kindles. Ooh, they like kindle a fire in you, you know? The Washington Fire. Oh, yeah, that's the name of their thing. They have, that's what the, the little... Kindle Fire. Yeah. And the Amazon well, Fire Stick. Yeah, the, fire the Washington stick. Fire Sticks. The Washington... The Washingtons. The Washington... The Washington Washingtons. The Washington Georges. 
the Washington, Washington comma, I'm worried that none of these are racist enough. Mm, that's a great qualm yeah. to have. Oh. However, I feel like you should just put that aside. You and think? Let's just... I don't know if Dan Snyder's going to let that well, go. Well, he's not going to be involved. He's going to be like, look, I still need to be involved. I still want you to serve the peanuts from the defunct airline, and I need the name to be racist. <laughs> we can change it from what it is currently, but I don't think we should stray too far from honoring those <laughs> of a race that aren't white. You know? Yeah. Honoring them is what they do. Right. I feel like we solved that. We did. Uh, here's a story made for us moving on to NBA news from NFL news. A person on Reddit, uh, username Angry Centrist, analyzed the kind of stats that are right up our alley here on sports. Uh, James Harden's performance in every NBA city to see if there's a correlation between his box score and the city's average strip club rating. And... So the hypothesis, because this is how a, a uh, um, invest, uh, how a, what's the word I'm looking for? Study? Nope. You did them in lab. Experiment. Experiment. Here's how they go properly. You have a hypothesis. His was, or hers, his or hers was James Harden's box score declines in cities with high quality strip clubs. The test was to analyze James Harden's performance in every NBA city, correlate with those cities' reputation for strip clubs, see if there's any discernible relationship. The conclusion... I have proven to a statistically significant degree that James Harden's game performance declines in cities with higher rated strip clubs. There's a moderate to strong correlation. James Harden's box score is 20% predictable based on the quality of a city's strip clubs. Other interesting facts, and I, you should go look. He did all, they did all of the research. It's all there for you to see. They showed their work. Uh, it's tough to describe <laughs> when you haven't looked at any math or science in t- 15 years. Mm-hmm. But I would implore you to go do that on Reddit. Um, other interesting facts Harden's best performance comes in the city with the worst strip clubs Toronto I didn't know Toronto had the worst strip clubs yeah, that's surprising to me I thought they were the good is Montreal the good one? Oh, Montreal is the good one but Drake famously loves strippers but I think he loves them in Atlanta and Miami Houston, Atlanta, Vegas so it's Houston, Atlanta and Vegas famously of course but I also think I thought Toronto, one Canadian city has really good strip clubs. And by really good, I might be meaning that based on a man's definition, which is I think you might be able to have sex in them. We shouldn't dive too far into this. (laughs) I think you might be able to get away with more in one of those cities, but that might not correlate to a star rating. You know what I'm saying? Did he use Yelp to determine the rating of these strip clubs? Is a question Jay has (laughs) that will go unanswered as I don't know. Uh, I think that you're also thinking of that like thing that Mike Laskowski read from. That was Montreal. That was Montreal. Yeah. That was I Found Love in a Montreal Strip Club. Aha. Uh-huh. Is Laskowski still here or have they left? He's here. What's, what Canadian city has the best strip clubs? Thank you. Someone said Montreal Without fast. Without hesitation. Uh, I don't know who it was. It wasn't Laskowski. Okay, so yeah, that's confirmed. Montreal, not Toronto. I was confused. Uh, uh, also, Harden's worst performance comes in a city with the best strip clubs, Miami, famously. Mm. Uh, Salt Lake City has the third ranked strip clubs in of all NBA cities. Just that's a random fact Surprising. that I would not have guessed. Guess, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that either. You wouldn't have guessed. It. I wouldn't have guessed. I wouldn't it. have guessed, I wouldn't it. guessed it. Question: What uh, local business could affect your performance if you were an athlete? Like the presence of really good blank would make Ashley perform worse because she would be spending her time there. 
Well, I am going to flip it on its head and I would say the presence of a really good escape room would make me perform better because it would really get like my juices flowing and like my adrenaline. No, you could make that argument. Can you answer the question? Yeah, right. Because you could argue that James Harden got his juices flowing (laughs) at a strip club. The point is that it would detract from your ability to focus because you'd want to go do that. So the answer is still escape rooms. I don't know why you feel the need to change the question. Mm, Because I feel like I'm at my best right after I do. I bet you do. But after would mean that work had already passed and you didn't go to work because you went to an escape room. Okay, that's fair. Right. So the answer to the question. Escape room. Yeah, I don't know why it's going to be so difficult. Jay? Uh, Probably like a really good bakery. If there was like top rated bakeries, I'd be like, "Mm, I'm going to go eat that bread now and then I'd be all lethargic. And you wouldn't get that bread. You'd eat that bread. I'd get the bread and not get Walking around with baguettes. I'd eat the bread and not get the bread. Not great for me. Well, I was at first I had said Shake Shack and then Ashley was like, no, yours would be this. And I forget what it was. Oh, no. Dave and Buster's. <laughs> if yeah. there was a really high rated Dave and Buster's like New York, we are lucky that the Dave and Buster's in Times Square is absolute garbage or I would be there all the time, even <laughs> though it's in Times Square. I still have been known to show up there every now and then. And again, it's in Times Square, which is not a place I choose to go, but it's got a presence, a whole bunch of games. Yeah. So I got to be at that. So mine would be <laughs> Dave and Buster's. Yeah, that's terrible. Um, uh, Jeremy Roenick this is a last minute addition to basketball Jeremy Roenick told an unbelievable Michael Jordan story on the radio that you should definitely go look it up basically it was on 670 the score uh, there on McNeil and Parkins uh, which is just sounds like a 670 The Score radio show. 670 The Score. But it was back in the 90s. MJ essentially just asked JR to shoot around to golf early in the morning. Roenick had the day off. The Bulls had a game later that night. JR met Jordan at Sunset Ridge. They played 18 holes. And then Jeremy says, this is what happened. I beat him for a couple thousand, and I'm getting ready to leave. The Bulls are playing that night. They play Cleveland. I'm thinking he's leaving. It's 10 a.m. MJ is like, no, let's go play again. So he goes, we fill up a bag of ice and Coors Light, and we walk again. We roll around another 18, and I take him for another couple. I assume he means another couple thousand dollars. Now we've been drinking all afternoon. Now he's going from Sunset Ridge to the stadium to play a game. And I'm like messing around. I'm like, I'm going to call my bookie and all the money you lo- you just lost to me, I'm putting on Cleveland tonight. He goes, I'll tell you what, I'll bet you that we win by 20 points and that I have more than 40. And I'm like, done. Son of a gun goes out and scores 52 and they win by 26 or something after 36 holes of golf and having like 10 Bud Lights. Um, question, what part of this story is most likely a lie? I'll go first. Number one, he says uh, Coors Lights, and then he says he had 10 Bud Lights. So Mm -hmm. don't love that. But I think the part of the story that's most likely a lie, even though a lie is looking me right in the face there, is that uh, he beat him for a couple thousand twice. I do not think JR beat MJ in two consecutive rounds of golf for a couple thousand dollars. Huh. I do think that he went out and drank and scored and was great. We know that Michael Jordan can compete in a less than stellar condition yeah flu game what up but i do i think that jeremy ronick is lying that he beat michael i think he just wanted to tell everyone he wanted a story to go viral yeah and it did because of those cool details but he also it was a story about him beating michael jordan at golf twice he also used the phrase son of a gun which Mm. is like hard to get past you know in what son of a gun yeah he went out there that son of a gun goes out it's a very jr thing to say that's like he's it's talking about me, Patrick Kane in the intermission. It's like that son of a gun was <laughs> yeah, real good out there on the ice this this period. What he really, he really had a lot of good shots out there. Uh, I think that the other thing is that they. <laughs> Canadian. Uh, oh yeah. The other thing that I think he's lying about is the fact that uh, I think they drank more than ten beers. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. In eighteen, two rounds of eighteen, and you drank five beers around. No. 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 
So the whole thing. And there's but probably I do, some vodka sodas in there. The or craziest like that. part of the story, I believe, it's the <laughs> it's the minor details, Jr. Honestly, that are tripping me up. Uh, all right, more podcast in a second, but today's podcast also brought to you by SeatGeek. So Ashley, go ahead. Please don't make it one that's going to hurt my throat. Hold on, I got to generate some numbers. Okay. All right, so we've got Christopher Walken. I don't have a Christopher Walken, but we'll try. Uh, with the hiccups. Oh, God. Uh, at the <laughs> library. <laughs> this is so good. Do you ever feel <laughs> like ticketing websites make it... Sorry. <laughs> Getting to the event difficult on purpose. <laughs> it's as if they're so big they could get away with not caring about the customer experience. Is this a good walk-in? That's a whispering it's a, walk-in. It's a walk-in. <laughs> with millions of live event tickets and a price match guarantee. <laughs> SeatGeek proves there's a better way. <laughs> Can you do a walk-in real quick? I know Dave can do a better Dave one. Dave does the best one. I'm Christopher Walken. Christopher the Walken. Lodge Fem- seven generations Fem- of Lodge family breeding. Okay, that's fine, Jay. I don't know what... It's not good. What is he talking about? I'm doing a line from Wedding Crashers. Got it. Third sports, live music, co- comedy, <laughs> and more. Fake hiccups are exceptional. Uh, SeatGeek has the tickets you're looking for all in one place. <laughs> a quick look at the app store shows over 50,000 five-star reviews. Did you find the book you're looking for here in the library? SeatGeek pulls together millions of tickets from all over the web. Then it rates each deal. On a scale of one to ten. <laughs> Finally, SeatGeek displays them on a, an interactive sea map. Sorry. Green dots mean good deals. Red dots are uh, overpriced. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. And it's by far the fastest and easiest way to find tickets in fact i i just use the app to buy tickets to a show uh that I, i'll tell you about later because i gotta be quiet here in the library SeatGeek will oh i saw i i used SeatGeek to buy tickets to i just realized what i used <laughs> to see nate bargetzi when he oh. did stand-up comedy at <laughs> Town Hall. He was so funny. I mean, so funny. <laughs> sorry. sorry. <laughs> SeatGeek will even give you $10 off your first SeatGeek purchase. <laughs> All you need to do is use a promo code, download the SeatGeek app today, and use promo code NOLAN for $10 off. <laughs> I thought they were gone. <laughs> Your first purchase. That's promo code Nolan for $10 off. Your first purchase. Can you scare me? Boo! Didn't work. Hey, that's Christopher Walken at the library uh, with the hiccups. That's right. 
obviously, we need to talk about Liverpool Man City. They played uh, soccer against one another this weekend. Who Jay, won? Oh, it's oh, a really good. Who won? Great question. Uh, Liver, was it Liverpool? Uh, yeah, Liverpool. It was win. Liverpool oh. that won. Just to catch anybody up who doesn't remember, I'm a Liverpool supporter. Jay is a Man City supporter. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a great game. A game that played uh, out I don't know about that. not like anyone expected. Uh, really wild. Should have been a lot closer. Wasn't. Yeah. Wasn't closer. Um. Fun fact, Man City have won just one time at Anfield since 1981, and it was in 2003. They've not won there since, and the majority have been losses, not draws. Oh, wow. I don't know if you knew that. I just wanted I, to make sure that I mentioned that. I did that. know that, yeah. Uh, Jay, I imagine, given what I know about you and your opinions on things, that you have a lot you want to say about VAR, which is Video Assistant Referee, for those yeah. who don't know. Um, I imagine you've got a lot to say. Here's the thing. Time is money, and it's precious here on this podcast. So what I'm going to do <laughs> is I am... Famously. <laughs> We don't have any time, uh, so I'm going to right. I'm going to give you 20 seconds to get out all your feelings about VAR. I'll stop Super. you when your time is up. Go. Super. Here's the thing about VAR: when someone commits a handball in the box, and then that play goes on to score another goal, you need to review that play right away. You need to blow the whistle, and he didn't, and he let the play build up, and that, that then that let Fabinho score, which changed the entire game from there on out. And there was another handball late, and there was lots of pushes. And what is the point of having this stupid video? Assistant Thank you so much, Jay. Anything? Thank you so much. That was your 20 seconds. I actually gave you an extra second, which I thought was very generous of me. Didn't everybody think that was... <laughs> so generous. Was that very generous of me? It's the most generous. I thought so. Uh... I thought it was great. Only downside, Liverpool is now worried about uh, Mo Salah's injury. Uh, but not club. We move on to country because, you know, I don't know if people know this, but Joe Gomez plays for Liverpool. Raheem Sterling plays for Man City. So they were obviously um, opponents this weekend. But they also both famously play for England, the national team. So uh, during the game between Liverpool and Man City, there was a, a little bit of, uh, how would you describe it, Jay? A scuffle? Yeah. Ash got it. A bit of a scuffle sure. between the two players. And then this week they had practice for, what is it, Euro Cup? What's coming up that they uh, had practice for? Yeah, it's a Euro qualifier. Yeah, Euro qualifier. So they uh, they had to go to England practice mm -hmm. where they are teammates, okay, not opponents. Right. Um, Raheem Sterling brought a little bit of, uh, he wasn't over it. He was still feeling sad. He got in Joe Gomez's face and got real spicy-like. Mm. Then he got benched. I think we need to... Then he got benched. So that's Katie's side of the story, Jay. What is that? Is the, that is the story? Happened. There is that, not. That's not even my side. That is what not happened. The story. That's what happened. Uh, what happened was during the Liverpool match, uh, Joe Gomez. Thank you for calling it a Liverpool match. Uh, <laughs> shoved. It well, was at Anfield. Uh, shoved <laughs> Raheem Sterling. Okay. And then Raheem like, like a soccer shove. happened. A soccer shove after yeah. the whistle was blown. Right after the play. As as and known so, to happen. And so. Raheem Sterling got up into his face, and Raheem Sterling is famously about eight inches shorter than Joe Gomez, maybe more. And uh, Joe so he Go got up in like his shoulder. Joe Gomez. He got up in his chest him, plate. <laughs> shoved him again, like very, very, pretty, like hard. And Raheem went back, and then they were shouting, and then they were separated by their teammates. So at a the, scuffle, one might say. At the end a of the match, scuffle. they shook hands and like get, had each other, like had. A, like, they were a, both over it, or so we thought. And so then what? Katie and the mainstream media will report wow. <laughs> wow. is that Raheem Sterling lost wow. his temper at Joe Gomez. But what has 
not been as well as widely reported, but has been confirmed by several people who are in the room, mm. was that Raheem Sterling was inside uh, the training room. I think he was eating lunch or something like that. And Joe Gomez walked in and was laughing at Raheem when he walked in. You don't in. know if it was at Raheem or not. He could have been laughing at a whole... Maybe he was listening to this podcast. Uh, you know, if people wear those <laughs> AirPods, uh, you sometimes can't tell if they have headphones what was in or he not. eating for lunch? Was it something really embarrassing? Um, yeah, maybe he was just like laughing. No, there but was that the was time I got pancakes for lunch. Joe Gomez was I wasn't embarrassed. Was, what we know to be true is that Joe Gomez walked in laughing and, it, and Raheem Sterling reacted to that. And that's what then caused him to get up into his face yes, and but say, as has say also, oh, you, are you still the big man? Here's the thing. Um, like... Joe Gomez also been widely reported and confirmed by multiple people who are in the room or whatever you said. Uh, it's that Joe Gomez, when Raheem Sterling got in his face, maintained his cool, was completely chill about so, it. Was Joe Gomez penalized at all for the? No. Okay, so Raheem Sterling. Whoever has, has was been there, the the coach decided that Raheem Sterling needed to be punished, and Joe Gomez and Raheem didn't. Sterling came out and and gave a statement that was basically like, "Yep, I got uh, let my emotions get the best of me. We all move on." Yes, he did. Um, and I will say this came up earlier when we were talking about this, Jay. Raheem Sterling has been victim to a lot of bullshit this season. Yep, like racist attacks. He's been the he's been the um, like the center of that for yeah. a lot of, and that sucks. Yeah, I'm not anti Raheem Sterling in every way. I know a lot of people in Liverpool are, uh, but I, I, this in this scenario, he put club over country, and Joe Gomez maintained his cool. Is all I'm saying. I, I don't know all that you I could said argue was, that Joe you, Gomez put club over country or put country over club here because Joe Gomez is the one who walked into the room and was laughing again, at Raheem. I laugh at lots of different things. Okay. You don't know if he was laughing at Raheem. You have no. You can't prove that. What would in he a be court laugh? of law? What would he a, be laughing uh, at? Probably how small he is, how they lost the game. Well, well the other thing like that we haven't mentioned that I think that I think is important just to note yeah. here is that Raheem Sterling is by far the best player on the England team. And well, but that's the thing. So what we've seen in American sports, at least, is like, yeah, you're, there's like a point to which, like, if you're good enough, you're not going to get in as much trouble as you should. So mm-hmm. you, it, it, if they're benching him, you could argue he clearly did something wrong. Well, I think it's that he's expected to be the leader of the club yeah. because he's the face of the club. And so are you saying and that so he's did a bad job as the leader? I, I concede that it is not okay to get angry with your teammates in any situation, he whether concedes. it's club or country. Yeah. However, I do feel like... He, Based on this, it seems seemed to me like Joe Gomez was getting away with bullying Raheem and he was reacting to it, seeking a reaction bullying. from him. And So are you saying you think Joe Gomez should also be benched? Is that what you want? Well, Joe Gomez isn't going to play. He's so not going to play. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what, Joe like, Gomez what would, is like a... What do you want? Jay just wants to know that uh, Raheem Sterling is a child who needs to be stood up for by a man on a podcast in America. No, not Because at all. he's being bullied. I just don't think it's yeah. I just don't. I think that I don't like when bullies win, and it feels in this situation like Joe Gomez is. Had you what he won wanted. the, had Man City won the match, would you feel the same way that he was being bullied? No, of course not. But because Joe Gomez wouldn't have walked into the room laughing at him, he might have. I doubt it. I mean, I can lose and still be petty. I mean, can we move on? Is that your question? No, 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 no. <laughs> I feel like this is almost like a reincarnation of the conversation we had earlier, where Katie beat Jay, her teammate, in fantasy football this weekend when they were opponents and came in and kind of ribbed him for it. And Jay, you didn't lose your cool. You kept it together. That's right. Yeah. So like... It, yeah, because... So stop way, standing up the for way to, to stop bullies from winning is to not let them win. Are you calling me a bully? No, I'm saying... Are uh, you calling me a bully? I think I accidentally I think did, did imply I think you did. that you were a bully. Just like when you called me the mainstream media and nobody wanted to acknowledge <laughs> that I, I've given you a platform to call me the mainstream media? 
Was I calling you the mainstream you media? You said or was what I Katie just... and many in the mainstream media. You know media. what? I think, I, should we move on now? <laughs> Are we <laughs> fighting? <laughs> Are we fighting? <laughs> Who has a bell? <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is not a horror movie anymore. That is our next headline. It's very important to me. A new Sonic trailer was released where he no longer looks like a person, like a small person covered in blue fur. I don't know what they were thinking, and I don't know if anybody uh, that listens to this podcast missed it, but they came out with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which I already have a million questions about, because what was the plot of Sonic? I played Sonic. We were a Sega family. We weren't allowed to have more consoles than that, just because I rented I rented a Super Nintendo once, and I rented an N64 for like a week, but we, I didn't get to have one. Oh, you because could do we were a Blockbuster. One, I remember that. Yeah, that was super we were dope. a one-console family, so I played exclusively Sega, and I was almost exclusively Sonic, and I can tell you... There was no plot. It was like, this guy's the bad guy, and go get him. And you're fast. Yeah, there, and I guess he had kidnapped a bunch of animals yeah. that you had to free. But that was it. I don't understand how they're turning this into an entire film. Anyway, point is, they put out this trailer a while ago. The internet reacted with, like, what the f***? Because they gave him, like, human eyes and teeth, and he just looked really weird and wrong. Um, and so then they came out and said, we're going to push back the release date to February. It was supposed to come out in November. We're going to push it back to February. We're going to change him. Is it insane? Well, let me say what happened. They did change him. He looks a lot more like Sonic now. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um is it insane to anyone else that they can just change the literal star of the film who's, I assume, in 80%, if not more, of the scenes? That And it only pushes it back like three, three months. That, to me, is nuts. I don't know how animation works, yeah. but it seems like it should take a lot longer than that to change the... Maybe it's just like you change the way his face looks and then you hit enter and then it like puts it through the rest of the movie. I don't know. I think... I think it is more like that than we think it is. I don't think that's exactly what happens, but yeah. I do feel like once they update the character model, it will um, just change make throughout it, the movie, make it easier throughout the film. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Okay. That's Ashley's bell. That's my bell. Was Sonic fun to play? I never played it. Yeah. Hell blast. Yeah. So good. So the pre- so the premise is that he's a fast hedgehog. Yeah. So maybe this is his origin story. How do hedgehogs get to be fast? You know, because they're not. Oh, really you're still going to the fast. plot. You're trying to answer the plot. Well, I'm question. just I'm just confused because I know I know he's blue and I know his wheels have his legs have like a blurred kind of wheel motion and that's really all. I don't well, even know the background. He's going so he fast to, you can't see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the Roadrunner, that kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he turns into a ball and you can go like. Are there coins at some point? Yeah, uh, rings, gold rings. Oh, okay. You may have seen internet videos where people fall yeah. down and they make it look like all their that's rings really, fall out. Who's the Who's the um, the bad guy? Uh, it's something Nick. Something a Robotnik. 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 Dr. Robotnik. Dr. Robotnik. Played by Jim Carrey. <laughs> it's played by Jim Carrey. <laughs> have you ever heard of that actor? Have you ever heard of that actor? Oh, the guy from the Truman Show. Uh, the guy from the AOL chat room. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, moving on. Disney Plus, you guys, launches today. Woo! Now, here's the thing. Uh, some of us are particularly, ex- particularly excited. Really has nothing to do with the fact that Disney owns ESPN. Uh, we just are floored because everything is on. Ashley has been talking about Disney Plus exclusively for, I feel like, since they announced I that bought you could, a three-year subscription in August. Which is insane. That is insane. <laughs> did you get a discount for getting it? Did you get a discount for getting it that early? Yeah, of course. That's why I did it. Uh, yeah. And because you and just also couldn't. just because I wanted to make sure they didn't get sold out. So what are can you? I, I don't your think, I don't think you can sell out. <laughs> I, just in case. You know, okay. You never know. What, um, what are you most looking forward to? Like, what are they? What's the, sell me on it. Because I uh, haven't paid that much attention. I just know everything. Thing I've heard I'm excited about 
All right. So the most important thing is the Mandalorian. And what is, is that? It is a new. It's a Star Wars. Is it Boba Fett series. centered. It's a, it's around um, a bounty hunter. It's not. It's not Boba Fett. Okay. Um, but it is about a bounty hunter, and they're they're not we're releasing it like every week. So it's an on-demand platform. But they're doing it like a regular show. Weekly. Yeah. So it's a, it's we'll a model that, that I'm works. actually, as my like business side, really excited to see. To see but that's, also yeah. just... that's Pedro Pascal, right? <sighs> Sorry. Who's that's Pedro that? Pascal, right? Uh, Who's that? I don't know. Is that yeah, a director? Dude, he's the, I don't he's know. The, Jay, no. only one of us went to film school. No, he's okay? an actor. He's the guy oh, from Narcos and the guy sure. from uh, Game of yeah, Thrones who plays. I also don't know actors. Doesn't matter. In any case, but also with a toddler, having all this Disney content. Oh, I was like in the film. At my fingertips that I can just be like, here, all of this is incredible. I will say I'm most interested for the decoms the what nows the, is that oh sorry a what oh the what nows the disney channel original movies decoms oh i've never you've heard never them heard them come com- well that's oh, like rom com but decom well no because that stands for romantic comedy so, this is more disney channel small o original, original. oh like brink. actually no big brink. yes okay like brink though brink is not the best one brink because there's an exclamation point at the end i was thinking we should do a bracket of our favorites but then i felt like we should i kind of want to watch them all again that's a good idea. So maybe we could next week or in two weeks, however long we need to watch them all again. I just, my, if I were to pick right now my favorite, and it wouldn't really be fair, but I would obviously pick Xenon Girl of the 21st Century. I've never seen that. Woo! What? Oh boy. Woo! How have you never seen Xenon Girl, in the 20, Girl of the 21st because Century? Because I grew up like really sorry, with a up. lack of television in my life. My mom made us. What's your favorite TV? Disney Channel original movie, Ashley? Um, I, I, let's see. I'm going to, peruse a list on my that tel- i printed out that- and made everybody look at thank you yes uh, once i've seen go you ahead, guys Jay, why don't you while, while she's perusing how did you not clearly johnny tsunami number one ah, top is of that the charts. guy that was a snowboarder was yeah a surfer he was a, sno- a he was a surfer and then he had to move to boarding school where he had never snowboarded before but there was a ton of mountains and he was like hey you know what i'm gonna be the best at this and all of the rich preppy kids were like no you can't and he was like watch me and then he did it and he won. There Cheetah are, Girls didn't get enough respect. There are so many things on this list. There's, High School Musical is your answer. I've never seen it. I know, but I bet you'd like it the most. Yeah. You've never seen, it sounds like, any of these. Yeah. Uh, what was on with Tyra Banks as a model? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, my God. Luck of the Irish. Remember that one? Oh, yeah. Motocrossed. Motocrossed. There's not so many. Of oh, Cadet Kelly. Shout out to uh, Hillary Duff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get a clue. Gotta kick it up. Oh my god, this is my whole childhood. The even Stevens movie. Woo yeah, Smart I... House. Oh, Smart House was weird. There's not. <laughs> it was, was kind of scary. Halloween Town hours in the day to catch up on all this stuff. So maybe we should just try to watch a couple. Ash, maybe do you want me to put? Maybe I'll pick sixteen. Yeah. Eight. Oh, that's a good idea. Eight? I'll just pick eight and then send focus the list, on those? and we'll focus on those, and then we'll do a bracket. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I love that. Cool. It's, it's time, time for Erotic on. News of the Week. Thank you so much. I agree. Oh, God. Is it a different song every week? Every week. And now it's time for the Erotic News of the Week. Uh, an Arkansas policeman was suspended without pay for dancing naked to journeys. Don't stop believing. What? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Officer Sebron Hackett was suspended without pay for 30 days in order to complete remedial training. Uh, he was off duty one night and discovered taking his clothes off while highly intoxicated at the Discovery nightclub. And uh, the police were called, and he knew them, obviously. Uh, so they escorted him away without arresting him back to the police office where he drove himself home from there. That makes no sense. Uh, I'm sorry, what? I have a question. Okay. 
Is Don't Stop Believin' the best song to dance naked to? Well, I thought so. Until you played whatever this is. <laughs> and I'm feeling like taking this sweatshirt off. Oh, boy. Oh, I really think that... I really think that it's a, it, it is. Can you a, stop the music? No, uh, short. What's the? I want a man yet? with. A, you don't have to do it for every question. It's just when that it's was a an question you'd one. like it. In a long jacket. Ooh, That's a cake. good song. Yeah. Na 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 na. Once you get the double meaning. Na 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 na. You gotta. You gotta think about if it's a man. Well, no. What's happening, Jay? Jay. Got to think about how much. Jumping versus not jumping is going on. Yeah, you wouldn't want jump around. No jumping. You would not want jump around. But. Don't Stop Believing is kind of a jumpy song. Don't stop. I actually can't. I don't like I don't, picturing I don't, someone I naked to Don't Stop Believing. That's a terrible Believin'. song yeah. to do it to. Wow, okay. I was Hold pitching. on to the, your pants and don't take them off, please. That's the The first lyrics. song that came to my mind was Call On Me. Call oh. On Me. Call On Me. Okay. I thought you were nice. going to keep going. All right, I'll take that submission. Uh, any song but Don't Stop Believing, yeah. I think. Okay. I'd rather do Great. it to Happy Birthday yeah. than Don't Stop <laughs> Oh, that says a lot about you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay, great. That's it for the erotic news of the week. Great job, Jay. Uh, I think we have time for one more voicemail, but before we do that, the podcast is also brought to you by Quip. So, Ashley, uh, what song would you like in front of all these people for me to tell the people about Quip? I think I'm feeling a little drowsy, so if you could wake me up. Inside, okay. So we, <laughs> we have discussed this. Gotta wake up. And I'm not. I didn't know it was this week. But what we talked about was I got to do both parts. Yeah, that's the only way. Evanescence, wake me up inside. Is that what it's called? Wake me up. Yeah, uh, bring me to life. Bring me to life. Yeah. I'm gonna try to. If I, <laughs> I'm gonna try to remember. We'll go for it. Okay. Oh my god, I hate it. It's so karaoke. Toothpaste refills to your door 
every three months. With free shipping! So your routine is always right! Join over three million. Three million healthy mouths and get quip to Quick.com slash sports right, right now. You will get your first. Refill free, that's your first. Refill the free. <laughs> at quick.com slash It's spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com. Slash sports. Quip the good habits company. Okay. I just need to say, something happened there. I don't know what it was, this janky setup, but I, I, I unplugged. Did you hear that, Ash? There was like a buzzing. Yes. And I was trying to <laughs> let Ashley know that, like, plug the thing back in, but I couldn't stop. There's no breaks in that song <laughs> when you're doing both parts. Uh, <laughs> you were, I can't tell if that was on the beat or not. I have to say, I, I tried to fix it, but you were extraordinary. Thank you, you hit so much. every note. Wow. I don't know that that's no, true. No, but, like, perfectly fine also, with the music. really hard to go from, like, like it's really difficult uh all other technical problems aside let's just go ahead and play that last voicemail jay yeah okay hey daddy ashley and jay this is mg from alabama i was just going to ask if you were to have a cage match in the cage or out of the cage to be honest i don't fully understand what happens in the cage (laughs) which u.s women's national team player would you like to have as backup all right thanks love you mean it bye a fantastic question, an absolutely fantastic question that I could spend the rest of the podcast answering. Um, Before I, you do. Okay. I, again, match. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> I think that would mean now that we're out of it. No, and we're I, back in. Okay. Well, since we're in the cage, <laughs> uh-huh. um, look, I want to say Ashlyn Harris, but I'm going to say Kelly O'Hara. Because I think an important thing about the cage is a bond between you and your whatever this person's supposed to be doing. Is this a is this a thing that happens in real life? Like a, you fight and then you get to call somebody else in. Is it like a phone a friend? It's like a tag team. So like you're. But is that your? I know. But is that a thing? Is a cage match known as a tag team? I'm looking at my wrestling thing. Yeah, she's got yeah. a blank look on no, her face. No, well, I mean, you can go one on one, but if it's in, if you're in the cage and you have two. If you have two people, it's a tag team match. Yeah, Kelly O'Hare is scrappy as hell. I think I pick her for everything. You know what was really intimidating in person? Mal. Mal Pugh. Yeah. I, she, I feel like she would mess some people up, but I would need to make sure she doesn't turn on me and we're not close enough. Mm. And by not close enough, I mean I've spoken three words to her and they were, oh my God, you're Mal Pugh. Uh, I know those are technically more than three <laughs> words, but oh, I was thinking of OMG as one word there. Yeah. And, then you're, and that's still for Katie. So math, not my strong point. <laughs> Friendship with Mal Pugh, also not my strong point. Mm. So I'm going to go with uh, with Kelly O'Hara. Because of the chemistry. And also because, duh, I'm Katie Nolan and I choose Kelly O'Hara every day. Mm. Okay, well, that's great because that leaves Ashlyn Harris for me. Yeah. And while we don't have, you know, the bond that Literally you and Kelly met. do. Because yeah. we ha- I didn't know. I spoke to her in the airport. That's right. So there's that. From afar. She From, didn't know no. she was participating in the conversation. No, it was more they said thank you. Mm. I'm so glad that you guys chose who you chose because that leaves Julie Ertz free for to be my tag yeah, team partner who Ertz. would mm. crush in a, ta- in a cage match. I don't yeah. know. I feel like a lot of the, of, I feel like a lot 
lot of what your tag team partner needs to do is like talk while you're before you tag them in and i feel like ashlyn harris is crushing that also ashlyn harris is like talking trash would probably be like her third best skill she's a like she will mess you she up. will crush everyone also crystal dunn's left on the table oh, yeah. oh that's a great point yeah I mean, I'm sticking oh, also Tobin Heath. Yeah. I would be too distracted. See, I couldn't take <laughs> Tobin Heath because she would reduce me to a puddle. But uh, maybe she'd accidentally punch you in the face. She would. And I, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, I want Tobin Heath to be who I'm up against. Only if the match is guaranteed to end at the very end, we all hug and say we're friends. Uh, <laughs> but I do want her to punch me directly in my stupid fucking face and then murder me with her bare hands and then bring me oh my to life. <laughs> For anyone who skipped through the ad read, that's going to be very confusing. Uh, is that it? Anytime we have to do a pick a women's national team member, I hate it because I, know. I don't want to pick any, I don't want to leave anybody out. You're going to be thinking about it the rest the of the rest day. Of the day. Like, oh, I'm going to be texting you like, oh, you know why Rapino would have been the best? I'm just trying to think of cool wrestling team names for me and Ashlyn Harris. I think it's Ash, just Ashy, Ash. Not Ashies. Not, no, no, it would be the ashtrays. Ash ash, mm, I'm going to think about this too. You would need a third Ash to be the ashtrays. Oh, nice. Oh, that's nice. Nice. Thanks, yeah. guys. I got these off the top of the dome. Okay. Kelly and I would be, uh, would, be, uh, would be uh, the, 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 nope, I was going to say, I'll tell you that. what we don't need is a third kid. Yeah, I was just thinking yeah. that too. Uh, we'd be the, um, we'd be the, 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 the best friends. Mm. Coming to kill you. Nice. It's the best. The killer case. Grave digger the third. <laughs> I don't have a name for Julia. Wow. Doesn't even want to try. The killer Doesn't Jays. even want to try. Doesn't even want to try. Oh, yeah. it's, wow. It's, that's Ashlyn, weird. Katie, it's Julia Ertz. Also, Jay is here. <laughs> they, put the, they put the Ertz on you. Oh, yeah. Ertz. I just be like, get him, Julie. I'm going to be over here. <laughs> it only Ertz when I breathe. <laughs> Okay, that's it for this week's edition of Sports. Shout out to me, Undies, SeatGeek, and Quip. I am so sorry. And when I say I'm sorry, I truly mean I'm so very sorry. Uh, shout out to Stupidity. Stu Gotts and his crew this week will take you through a rainbow of sports and emotions. Download it wherever you get your podcast. A rainbow? Who wrote that? I Which did. one? A rainbow, Jay? They're going to take you through a rainbow of sports and emotions? <laughs> they didn't also available promo. on Disney Plus. Did they not send you the promo? <laughs> they know, they so you just had to make it, it up. And I'm that's like, hey, what, what you, you made up? What are you doing this what week? You They're like, we don't know. So a rainbow, a rainbow of sports and emotions it is. I would say a range of sports. Okay. That's. I, We're just using. I love that you are the way that you are. Thank you so much. <laughs> I'll be <laughs> over thanks. here. Julia Ertz is in the room. Big thanks to you guys for listening now and again later when you get home. I say it every week. Just push play and then leave it in another room. Just do like up next, up next, up next. Keep adding it to your up next and then just leave it alone. You don't need that phone for at least two days. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with five this week and you can skip the quip read on the last one. Nah. I think you can. I'm terrified to hear what that sounds like. Okay. Uh, or you could just leave us a nice review wherever you're listening to this podcast, which by the way, we read and we love them. Like this one from blah that says... What is the cage is the most important question, yet it's still the most unanswerable one. Anywho, sports is the best podcast. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a tiny baby. Yes, moms listen to this pod. Woo, woo. It's ooh, ooh. Try it again. Woo, woo. It's ooh, ooh. Woot, woot. No, it, there's no... Okay. Um, <laughs> and it's, it is the highlight of my week. I feel like I'm friends with Katie, Ashley, and Jay. I love the question of the week segments, the ad reads when Katie is a soccer mom. Katie is amazing down to earth and j it's weird to read compliments about yourself. <laughs> Katie is amazing down to earth and just like us normal people. If this were a dating profile, I just got you a husband. Hands down. You're welcome. Love you. Mean it. I really appreciate that. Blah. <laughs> I guess it'd be like blah because it's the equal amount of 
I made eye contact with Jay when I did it once. I tried to make eye contact with you the second time and you weren't into it. Yes. Oh, oh. And lastly, don't forget, you can always <laughs> leave us a voicemail. Yeah. After, my, after, my, after my winning performance, that's what you're going to give me? Yes. The phone number is 860-506-5571. Say goodbye, Ashley. Bye. Say goodbye, Jay. Bye. Bye. Love you, mean it. Simply Safe Home Security is like getting commercial grade enterprise level security, but for your own home. Think about the security Fortune 500 companies use. They need to know police are going to be on the scene immediately. This is exactly the kind of security you get with Simply Safe. If there's a break in, Simply Safe uses real video evidence to give police an eyewitness account of the crime. And that means police dispatch up to 350% faster than for a normal burglar alarm. With Simply Safe, you get comprehensive protection for your home. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching your home. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. Plus, Simply Safe protects your home from fires, water damage, and carbon monoxide poisoning. It's all monitored 24-7 by live security professionals. You can set up your system yourself with no tools needed, or Simply Safe's experts can do it for you. And it's only 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com slash Nolan today to get free shipping on your order, plus a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash Nolan to save on home security today. Simplysafe.com slash Nolan.